0: I'm Liz Wessel, co founder and CEO of Way Up. You're listening to our podcast, On the Way Up, where I talk to industry leaders and innovators about how they got started. No matter what your career path, you had to start somewhere. From side hustles to first jobs, we're talking all about making the first career move and what it's like on the way up. At Way Up, we know a thing or two about finding people the right job. There's nothing better than the feeling when you know you've helped people make better futures for themselves. But what if you could get paid to get people hired? You can. Recruiters are hired by businesses, either outsourced through agencies or brought in-house as team members, to build high-skill teams and fill open positions. It's their job to not only hire talent that makes their company's goals achievable, but also help job seekers find the right position. Our guest today is Casey Wykannot. Casey is a corporate recruiter at Apex Systems. What's cool about her background is that before doing in-house recruiting, she worked in staffing recruiting, or sales, a starting point for a lot of corporate recruiters. I'm excited to speak with her today about what it's like building a career as a recruiter. Thanks for joining us, Casey. Thanks, Liz. I'm happy to be here. So why don't you start off by giving our listeners a 60-second rundown. What is a day in the life of a corporate recruiter?
1: Yeah, definitely. So a corporate recruiter, I mean, that and staffing recruiters every day is different. So that's definitely something that makes it exciting with the role. Um, But typically, we start off by looking at our allocation, seeing what it is – that we're going to be working on that day, maybe either the area of the country or the type of position that we're looking at. Hmm. And then, um, checking any email, anything pressing for the moment, but then hitting those phone screens. So, um, some days we do, I'm more phone screen heavy or phone interview heavy. And then other days I do focus more administratively, following up with candidates, any hiring managers, getting feedback. Um, but I think that, when I do stack my days with phone interviews, it's it's pretty exciting because we're speaking with so many different people and um, learning about their background, selling the company. So those are definitely typically my high, high energy days. I frequently chat with different hiring managers day to day, seeing how things are in their offices, if they have any upcoming needs. But really, I am walking that candidate from reaching out in the beginning, whether it be through a platform or through a referral basis or through campus, and then all the way up to either an offer or rejection, or if it happens to be an offer and they accept, then walking them till they get up in the door. And so working with that onboarding paperwork um, and maintaining that relationship.
0: So from what I understand, there's coordination involved, but for the most part, you have two key stakeholders. It's the candidate and the hiring manager?
1: Correct. And our job is to connect the two.
0: Awesome. So let's rewind a little bit because I want to dive a lot more into that. But after graduating from the University of South Carolina, Columbia, you spend some time in staffing, recruiting, and sales. And I know a lot of people go into corporate recruiting having first worked in the staffing recruiting mm-hmm. uh, world. And of course, Apex Systems, where you work and have worked, is one of the biggest out there and, and one of the best um, can you shed some light on how these experiences in staffing, recruiting, and sales position you for where you are today? So
1: let me start with what a staffing recruiter is first off. A Great. staffing recruiter in the agency world is the person who is working with the job seekers that we're going to be placing with our clients. So we have account managers who are typically the b 2 B or business-to-business sales reps who are going out and meeting with our different clients, bringing those positions back. But then the staffing recruiters are the people who are vetting out the job seekers that we potentially could place with our clients on either a contract, contract to hire, or permanent basis. So,
0: if I understand you correctly, basically the difference is a corporate recruiter recruits for your own company and a staffing recruiter recruits from another company?
1: Correct. Okay,
0: awesome. So, yes. tell me about the skills you got as a staffing recruiter that you brought to corporate recruiting. Yeah,
1: and they're very transferable, I would say lead generation, um, cold calling, being able to prioritize your day. Um, Really figuring out how to identify a candidate's strengths, their weaknesses, really seeing what it is that the candidate is looking for, and as a staffing recruiter, knowing which client to place them with. But as an in-house recruiter, I think it helps knowing potentially what hiring manager's personality they'd maybe mesh with better, what branch might be the best location for them, so which would work better for their preference there.
0: That makes perfect sense. So. For If I was a college student and I told you, Casey, I want your exact job, like I want to be a recruiter, I would love that job, what advice would you have for whether to start in-house or whether to go staffing recruiter side first?
1: Well, it's funny you say that because when I started as a staffing recruiter, I not all of our Apex offices have corporate recruiters that sit out of them. But in the Baltimore branch specifically where I started, we did have a corporate recruiter there. So one of the people in the Baltimore office, she actually had the corporate recruiting position, and I was lucky enough to shadow her role, and I got to know that area of the business a little bit better. I really liked it. I really believed in the brand of Apex. Unfortunately, the positions, at least in the agency side, are a little bit hard to come by, and so there wasn't an opening quite yet. But. I think a really big way to grow within a company is to do well in the job you're in. You know, express that job that you want, but still doing really well where you're at. So for me, I made that known to my manager, but continued to push away at the goals I had and continue to be successful. And so then when that opportunity opened up, my name was thrown in the hat for that. Amazing. So I would imagine. I've sold a lot of things in my life and I feel like the hardest product
0: I can think of to sell is someone's future. It's like the job that they're going to be in and spend Mm -hmm. all their time in. So tell us about how you go about this and how do you sell someone, a potential candidate on a potential
1: future version of themselves? And is that what it's actually like? Yeah. So really taking into account what the candidate's needs are. So What kind of position are they looking for? Where are they qualified? And through that, setting them out. So like I said, getting to know them, um, asking those questions to really learn their pain points or what is the ideal position for you? Do you want to do sales? Are you interested in recruiting? Sometimes we get responses that um, are totally the other direction and that's completely fine. I think it's opening the candidate's eyes to realize that, hey, staffing recruiting might not be the path for you. So I think being – Empathetic in that sense and being able to figure out, okay, how can I help this person and with their career choice moving ahead? So if I understand you right, tell me if I'm wrong here, but you recruit recruiters? Yes. <laughs> it's a little bit of a tongue twister, but that is essentially what I am doing. And I think doing the role originally helps. I think it's knowing those um, what the, what it takes day to day and the different metrics I've gone through and knowing what these Uh, future employees will also be going through. But ultimately, I really want to win. I want my hiring manager's team to win, and I want the company to win. And I think that introducing the right candidate to the hiring manager can make the world a difference. And uh, if both parties agree, they can get the job and essentially move the company forward.
0: How many people might a corporate recruiter place in a year, even approximately?
1: That's a great question. I mean, it really varies. I would say by area of the country, it varies by team. Um,
0: Are we talking like one or two?
1: Our goal is typically one a week.
0: Wow. Yeah, one
1: a week. I would say that you're
0: helping one person every week, if not more, find their future. Like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm
1: very happy when it's so. It's one of the most rewarding things to do is to extend that offer. I love you know hearing the excitement in the candidate's voice, and then. Like always getting those sweet thank you letters are nice. And then even after, um, Apex has this thing where they send out all-time highs. They send out um, whether it's meetings or maybe commission that people have made or promotions or whatnot. They'll send out a weekly newsletter. So it's called Casey's Corner, and it's actually based on one of our senior execs. Um, ironically, you know, not after me, Casey's <laughs> Corner. <laughs> but uh, it's great to see those people that I've placed come up on those sheets weekly and I like to keep up with them. And although for me, I don't necessarily place people in the New York market, I get to see them. How are they doing down there in the Carolinas? And uh, that's the area that I do work on, but it's very cool to see their successes and how far they've come and different milestones they've hit.
0: That's so cool that you get to keep in touch with them despite that you're based in New York and they might be anywhere around the
1: world. Yes, it's very cool.
0: Very, very cool. And on the flip side, I know a big part of a corporate recruiter's role, as you mentioned, was talking to the employer. Mm -hmm. So are you ever finding yourself kind of like convincing an employer of, you know, a hiring manager of why this candidate really is great or bridging that gap?
1: Yes, I think that there are times you need to maybe open the hiring manager's eyes to say like, hey, I think this person's a good fit for your team for X, Y, Z reasons. Um, But I also want to make sure that I am finding the right person for our company. Like, yes, I want to win. I want to hit my daily, weekly, yearly metrics, but I want the team to win. I I want the manager's team to win. I want the company to win. And I'm not going to – somebody to the manager that I don't feel like will be to the apex standard, will meet our core values, will uh, be successful long term. So for me, at the end of the day, I would rather have maybe less solutions but get that right solution. But I think that's has definitely come with time. I think starting out, you really need to figure out and definitely give people a chance and really figure out what um, – learning about their background and the more people you speak with. I mean, I probably speak with about 25 to 30 candidates a week. Wow. And so after about five or six years now of doing this, I have a pretty good idea but that people do still surprise you. Yeah. Um. But I want to make sure I'm being conscious of the manager's time as well. So I want to yeah. make sure that I'm putting those strong solutions in front of them.
0: And do you think I'm – I'm so curious. Do you think of your – role like each role you're trying to fill as a funnel are you like okay I have to talk to this many candidates based on pass rates and all of that or
1: are you typically like it could be the first person you speak with
0: who you end up filling
1: it could be the first person you speak with I think it depends I mean I I will um for example right now is recently working on a position in our Roanoke office and I had a couple interviews and the candidates I was speaking with like okay this person meets the bar here this person's strong here could work. I um, mean, you know, improve here, but still overall a good candidate. And then there's just that time when you get that that person on the phone and you're like, okay, this this person, guy or girl, they're going to get the job. Like you what, just know. There's like a gut them? feeling.
0: <laughs> like what is it about someone who gets on the phone with you and is there anything in common that those people have?
1: I would say that it's like the hunger almost in their voice. It's having those really strong interpersonal skills for sure. Um, but just having that hunger, having that can do attitude, having that will to win, um, just being a go getter, being a self starter, I think speaks volumes. Yeah. And then, of course, um, having the right experience, the right community or school involvement as well, and being very well rounded, I think helps. And I believe, um, you know, some people think maybe one major might be what we're looking for, but that's not the case. We look at all majors, we have people from all. All different types of schoolings and backgrounds at our company, um, but yeah, I think it's like that hunger that really shines, and you're like, "All right, this person, one and done interview, they're getting the job." I love it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. What? So, so back to the recruiter side, not the candidate yeah. side. <laughs> what characteristics do you think the best recruiters
1: often have that enable them to not only get their job done, but go over it, above and beyond? From doing this position, there are many things that do stand out to me. I would say, number one, being resilient, um, having that perseverance attitude, being relentless, um, being hungry. I think that it's important to remember that it is a sales role and you're not going to get that yes every time. So knowing that things ebb and flow, you might not have a couple strong weeks, but then you'll hit it out of the park. So I think – Realizing the more people you contact, you'll have a better gauge of the market itself and then being able to sell that right person over to your hiring manager. Um, Also, being a team player, ultimately, being coachable is very important. Uh, Having those leadership skills, but ultimately, your direct manager is someone who's done this role. They've been that recruiter. Potentially, they've been that account manager. and. They want someone who is going to be able to – that they're able to give feedback to and that person can apply that feedback and continue to grow. Um, Your success is their success. I think that they're really rooting for you and they have a lot of great advice to give. And then finally, just having those strong, soft skills, strong interpersonal skills – uh, being able to build those relationships and ask great questions to the candidates that you are working with is, above all, probably the most important thing.
0: It makes so much sense. I feel like if you're good at those things, you're good at life almost, right? Yeah. Like you must be a really good relationship builder at the very least. <laughs>
1: exactly. And I think that like relates to when I said that person who has um, – when I'm on the phone with them and they really – hit home or I know that's the person that's getting the job. It's typically their interpersonal skills that sell me.
0: So if I were to walk away from this conversation, I feel like my friends who are resilient, who are leaders, who mm-hmm. are able to sell, but not in a salesy way, in a, in a genuine and authentic way, mm-hmm. um, and who actually care about making a difference in people's lives could be a really good fit for this kind of role.
1: Definitely. Looking for people who have those relationship building skills, I think that's key and um, just really being able to trust the person that you're sitting across from and I think that's what makes a great recruiter is someone who can build that trust and listen to the candidate or the job seeker and you know, ask great questions and listen and help uh lead them through the job process.
0: Awesome. I'm curious, it feels like there must be some pressure on you because you are representing a company, right? Like when a candidate applies for a job at Apex. Mm-hmm or no matter what company you're recruiting for, you're the face of that company. So is this, their, this is there this pressure to always kind of be on with candidates, even if you're having a bad day or anything
1: like that? Yeah, I would say so. But for me, being in the staffing recruiter position and then moving into corporate recruiting, I mean, that's why I wanted to get into it. I wanted to sell the brand, sell the company. It was something that I believed in. And I saw all these successful employees around me, and I saw them growing and each of them had their own story and I just wanted to share that with future employees, future candidates. And I think that um yeah, you're having a bad I mean, that's sales though, you're having a bad day. And um, you just gotta brush it off and keep going. Such a good point. It's cool though that you get to be
0: the face of, you know, whether you're staffing recruiting, you get to be a face of a, maybe even a Fortune 100,
1: or whether you're recruiting for your own company. It's it's pretty awesome. It's it's really cool, and I have to say too is that um, even just, I mean, some of the people that I've started working with now have grown to that manager level, and it's it works. Like it's it's so cool to see it come full circle.
0: And among your friends who work in corporate recruiting, mm-hmm. is there
1: a specific career path most
0: recruiters want like follow or could it be really anything
1: yeah for corporate recruiting every company is different so it's hard to say you know for apex um one thing that we really have is the ability to um continue to grow continue to maintain those relationships with our different hiring managers that we work with we can take on different side projects Um, for me I've taken on training I've taken on working with our as our campus lead uh, I've taken on just other you know and everyone that's cool too is we can all become that subject matter expert in whatever area it might be Um, so we do grow in that capacity too and at Apex corporate recruiting has a lot of flexibility so that was something for my lifestyle that I really liked
0: that's awesome what about as a staffing recruiter if, if you had stayed in that role what's the career path there yeah
1: so staffing recruiter there's so many different and that's Also, what's really cool, being that's typically the first stepping stone within the company, there's a lot of different areas to grow. Uh, Staffing recruiter can go on to account manager, which leads to senior account manager, account executive, national sales. You can go from recruiter to professional recruiter, senior professional recruiter, there's branch management opportunities that can pop off of that there's relationship management opportunities we also have a consulting services arm so we're constantly growing we've been around it'll be 20 uh 24 years this year so yeah it's it's amazing to really see how far it's coming and they create new positions all the time too which is really cool
0: that's awesome. So if I were to walk away from this conversation, I feel like my friends who are resilient, who are leaders, who mm-hmm. are able to sell, but not in a salesy way, in a, in a genuine and authentic way, mm-hmm. um, and who actually care about making a difference in people's lives could be a really good fit for this kind of role.
1: Definitely. Looking for people who have those relationship-building skills, I think that's key, and um, just really being able to trust the person that you're sitting across from, and I think that's what makes a great recruiter is someone who can build that trust and listen to the candidate or the job seeker and, you know, ask great questions and listen and help uh, lead them through the job process. Awesome. Maybe there are seniors in college or recent grads listening
0: back when you were a senior. um, Any advice for for the Casey's of a few years ago
1: (laughs) Yeah, who who are really interested (laughs) in recruiting but don't know how to take the first step or anything like that? Yeah, so people who are just beginning their job search, I mean – You're at a great time in your career, I guess, or the beginning of your career. The world is your oyster, so you're really able to to dive in. I would say um, really looking at your strengths, looking at what you want out of a career, what you want out of a job, and the best thing you can do is to interview. I mean, we'd all love for everyone to come work at Apex and to share the great opportunity we have, but by you just maybe potentially interviewing at one company, you're not really expanding your horizons you're not really seeing what else is out there there's so many companies nowadays that have so many options available to you so we want to make sure that you're doing your homework doing your research seeing what you can do to you know what are you looking for and does this company have that and where are you looking to take your career um so yeah i think i think by doing that and then um with apex too and just IT recruiting in general, you don't need to have a IT background. So we have an awesome training program, an awesome culture. So if you are looking to dive into that more, I mean, definitely check us out. And we're on social media. We're on Way Up, Apex Careers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, a
0: quick plug for everyone listening. If yes. you do want to go into the staffing <laughs> recruiting or maybe even corporate recruiting world, um, check out Apex on way up because they'll actually get you a phone screen within 24 hours when you apply, which is pretty amazing. So they – they, I, I think you guys care about your candidates mm-hmm. so much. Like everyone who applies matters to you guys, which it just shows through every interview we've heard of. So kudos to you guys on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we're going to move on to our final segment of the show, mm-hmm. uh, the lightning round. So I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to answer them as quickly as you can. You ready? Okay. Okay. Let's do this. So we're going to throw it back to the college days. Morning classes or night classes? Morning classes. Written notes or laptop? Written notes. We are the opposite so far. <laughs> Coffee or Red Bull?
1: Coffee. Go-to late night food? Oh, um, probably have to go with the pita pit. That was big down there at USC. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: do you do your assignment weeks in advance or last minute cramming? Weeks in advance.
1: What was your dream job in college? My dream got job in college. Um, wow. I don't know if I necessarily had a dream job in college, but I know growing up I really wanted to be a hairdresser. Oh. <laughs> Very random. <laughs> um, what was your senior superlative? I was the biggest flirt. <laughs> oh, I, amazing. Um, most memorable rejection you've ever had? I would have to say within my first – year or so at Apex I contacted someone who did not want to be contacted and I got a very nasty email and that rang true to home. So I just I felt so awful that I that I contacted this person who was not interested in the opportunity, but hey, it's something I'll always remember and I think it'll be it means more now, make sure I have the right audience when I am reaching out. So it was definitely a learning moment for me. Yeah.
0: Wow. On the flip side, candidates should always remember that there's a human being on the other side Correct. of the Oh yes.
1: What's your go to pump up song? Oh, um, typically anything hip hop, I would say. But I mean, lately this is my fight song. I feel like as Ring a Ringing Trill. Okay. Um, and do you sign your emails best, thanks,
0: or sincerely? I do either best or I do warm regards. Ooh, I like that. Um, that's so polite. And then, most above and beyond thing you've seen a candidate
1: do to get a job, I would say a candidate that is very strong in follow up definitely speaks true, whether it's with me or the hiring manager. I think that's always very important. Great. Last but not least, how can our listeners follow you? Yeah, I would definitely recommend uh, adding me on LinkedIn, my first name, Casey Wyknott. And you can also connect with me by going to apexgreers.com, clicking on our team, and you'll be able to have a link to all my social media there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again for joining. This was awesome. I learned a lot about your world. So
0: thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much, Liz. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Now it's your turn. You've heard about some diverse career paths on this podcast. Now it's time to find your own. Check out wayup.com to search for job and internship opportunities, access up-to-date career advice, and connect with some amazing employers. After all, it's our job to help you on your way up.